Discussing something this morning that everyone has a relationship with, and that is forgiveness. Forgiveness, uh, we are all victims of it. We're all recipients to it. We're all givers, and we're all receivers. Forgiveness. Mm. It is quite the topic. It's quite interesting to me because, um, um, you know, you know, when you really think about forgiveness, I can't, is it quantifiable? 
I tried to place it. I tried to place it forgiveness in a scenario outside of a relationship. I tried to put it in. I tried to put it in a context where it's, it's just, is it quantifiable? And I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we can get to uh, have uh, I guess a better understanding of it by the end of today's podcast. You know, I'm gonna ask some questions. I'm gonna bounce some things off of you guys. If you have any questions or comments or more clarification you need on something, by all means, I um, you know you can just. Ask the question on Facebook or uh, well, YouTube here, but whatever the case is, I want to try to I want to try to get an idea of this concept of forgiveness. It's oftentimes it's it's it's, it's imperative. It's ugh, I mean it's really important, but um, I want to get more into it. We'll see. Anyway, so as we always do, we have to acknowledge. I must acknowledge who yourself. Grab your mirrors, guys, as we do every morning. Stare yourself right in the face, and be in love with what you see. Be in love with what you see. Encourage what you see. Good morning. Good morning. You are beautiful. I love everything about you. I believe in you. I will always be, be here to support you and to push you forward. I believe the best is in you. Only the best. That's all. I only believe the best is in you. And that's the only thing I'm going to require to come out of you. All right? That's how you qualify your morning every single morning. It's only you and yourself. Give yourself a round of applause every single morning. That is you celebrating you every single morning. Matter of fact, give me some horns. Give me some. Give, give me some. This is how you celebrate you every morning. Yes, 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 yes. That's how you do it. All right. All right. Good. Now that we got that preliminary, uh, <laughs> preliminary step out of the way. Let's go straight to a couple of acknowledgments. Guys, if you are watching on Facebook right now and you have not subscribed on YouTube, by all means, head on over to YouTube. Do me just one solid and just hit the subscription button. Try to press the brand. Try to get us out in the better market. Um, if you are on YouTube watching, guys, thank you so much, man. We can rock out this morning. We're talking about forgiveness. Thank you for hanging out. Make sure we're not subscribed. Just make sure you get um, you get your friends involved. Get them subscribed. Get involved in, um, in in these you know somewhat lectures or conversations. Get involved in the discussion. You know I, I I don't like I'm done with cliche topics. I'm I'm done with the things that only pacify us and make us feel good. I don't I'm not interested in that anymore. I mean if you're gonna talk, I gotta make you gotta make your life worth it. I mean why why just continuously when you know something's pacifying you. When you know it's something behind, like, oh, it just don't feel right. I don't, when you know you get that intuition. Come on, women, you are very good with intuition. Just a natural detective. When you know that, why, why, why must we continue the pacification? Let's talk about some real, some real stuff. Real stuff. Let's, not, let's, let's do away with all this cliche stuff, all right? So this morning, we're going to talk about forgiveness. And is, you know, is it really applied outside of a relationship between a man and a woman or two spouses? Is it, is it applicable outside of that? You know, is it applicable outside of business? You know, who knows? I'm going to give a few um, examples of my life and how things played out. And uh, hopefully you guys can come in and give me, um, you know, some, uh, some tips on what, you know, what your idea of what forgiveness will be. But in the meantime, good morning, Jean. Good morning, Belle. Good morning. Hey, family, what's going on? Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, Mercedes, Yvonne, and Marvin. Good morning, guys. On YouTube, good morning. Guys, make sure you guys hit that chat room up so I can get a night, you know, let me know what's going on. Give me some ideas, all right? So let's jump into this. Cash App, you guys who are rocking out with the emblems, 
No, thank you so much. This emblem is transferable. You can take my face out of it and put your face in it, and you can rock it out on your social media. I'm getting some shirt. Right now, we're in the planning stages of shirts and whatnot. Uh, with a few of my slogans. Listen, if you are down with the black image in every aspect of it, every aspect of it, if you are down with it, support and push the brand, man. Push it, push it, push it, push it. This is how all brands and labels start out. They start out on the, this is the groundwork, trying to get people involved, trying to get people under, you know, to understand what it is and what it means. You know, providing a service, letting you feel a part of it, you know, getting you involved in the discussion, you know, getting you involved in the image, you know, helping you understand what that means for you. You know, if you're, if that, this is how all brands start. So by all means, help me with the groundwork, guys. Help me get out this brand out there and push, push, push. So thank you for rocking out the emblems. Thank you guys for donating, man. You have no idea what that means when you donate. You have no idea what that means. I, I don't take people's money lightly. Trust me. <laughs> if you are a friend of mine who ever loaned me money, if you are an investor of mine who ever loaned me money, you know the way I am when it comes back down to repayment. You know what I, you know who I am. You, you just know me. I always satisfy all of my debts. So, so that's just a standard of mine. So if you are down, by all means, Hang out with us. Rock your emblems. Order your emblems. Donate to the cash app. Let me get this. Let me get this party started with you involved. You know. Let me let you be the. You you are my guest. Every time you guys come into the chat room, you are my guest. Naisha Lucas, what's going on, girl? Girl, girl, girl. I read. Uh, I don't want to get. I don't want to get off track because I'm, I'm doing the intros. But Naisha, let me tell you, I read the uh, your comments back. You you you. We have some talking, man. I I I love your interaction. It was hilarious. Hilarious. Where are you watching me right now, Nisha? Am I in your living room? Am I, am I sitting in your television over the, over the kitchen table? Why are you watching me? Because me and you have a conversation. I, lo I loved your engagement last, um, last, last podcast. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. So, yes, push the brand, guys. All right? All right. Forgiveness. Mm. Naisha, Jen, Jane, forgiveness. Let's talk about this. Chill out with me. Get your phones, get your thumbs ready. Talk back to me. We're going to talk about forgiveness. I know, I know, I know every last one of us have, at some point in our life, had to either be forgiven or had to be put in a position to forgive. But what did we do when that happened? What exactly does that mean when you forgive someone? Here's the definition of it. Just in a, this is so... I'm going to let you judge the definition of forgiveness. If you type it in now... Now, let me, let, me, let me be more honest. What I did, I typed it into Google, and I put forgiveness. And then the first definition that came up, that's the one I'm parakeeting to you now. So you can go off into your website or more, you know, more in depth. But listen to the, I guess this is the, 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 this is the top definition of, of, um, of forgiveness. Action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. The definition of, of forgiveness is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. What, what does that mean? <laughs> you, 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 you literally try to literally put the definition of the word inside of the definition. Like who, like how, that is like, that is such BS. Like how do you try, how do you get me like that? No, no, no. What is forgiveness? What is forgiveness? Now you should say, be humbled. That's forgiveness. 
Well, now we got to define humble. <laughs> but let's stick with forgiveness. What is forgiveness? How, 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 how is it? And, and I'm not going to sit up here and pontificate. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to try to pull from a very honest place. You know? And please understand, it is only my opinion. This is not, I don't have, a, I don't have the, the methodology or I don't have the brain power to come up with these things. I mean, this is just me looking at my life and then addressing this talking point and seeing the actual application of it in today's society, I'm trying to understand the connection here. Because if forgiveness, what is it? My man, Gene, uh, you definitely need the verb tense of the word forgive. <laughs> it's like you definitely need the verb tense of the word forgive. Like, look up forgive. What is it? What is it? Again, so let's just jump into this. When, okay, here, here's a story of mine. When it comes to forgiveness, I remember growing up as a little boy in my, in my parents' home, in my mom's house, south side of Chicago, 2811 East 77 place to be exact. <laughs> I remember that like, that was one of the first addresses I remember. Um, so I remember growing up in there, and my mom, as I, as I mentioned in other podcasts, my mom, we had in a very abusive household. You know, she had boyfriends that come in, they were very abusive, um, they all, you know, hitting her and things like that. But when I remember her getting involved with this one man, and he, he, would, he would hit her. I mean, really, really hit her several times. And you, eventually, you know, he would be out of the house, they'd be fighting, and then a few nights later, you hear the bedroom, gang, 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 and they come out, he'd come out sweaty and sleepy. I'm like, oh, hell no. Okay, so I'm, then, then, that happened a few times. And I one day asked my sister, I'm like, why does she keep, like, how does she keep going back to this dude? Like, I don't get it. And I think somehow she got to talk to my mom about it, and she reported back and said, you know, when you love someone, sometimes it's easy to forgive them but it's harder to let them go. Well, no, no, it's easy to forgive them because it's hard to let them go. And I was like, yeah, but what, I mean, how, how, how do you forgive someone and really hope that the best is gonna happen once you let them back into your personal space and then see that their behavior just doesn't change? So how, how, did I exercise forgiveness accurately? Was I, was, I, was I not wise with it? What does forgiveness mean? How do you... So I try to take that same scenario outside of that relationship. How is forgiveness applied? Before I get into that, I'm going to hop over to my chat room and look up. I look up forgive. Stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. And Bell comes back and said the same thing. Stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for, for an offense, flaw, or mistake. So, good morning, Victoria. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, guys. We are talking about forgiveness. Mary Cruz, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You know you have my, like, my heart sits on the table, and it just pumps. Good morning, Mary Cruz. Good morning, Mary Cruz. <laughs> I love you, Mary Cruz. You are just, ah, and I haven't even met you. This is so crazy. It's like that, that energy connection. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, so, yeah, so thank, thank you guys for that. Thank you, thank you, because that, that was me literally... Um, grabbing the first thing off of Google. So we have um, a better or, I guess, a more expanded idea of what forgiveness is. So I'm taking this definition, and I'm now going to take this definition and upload this into my mother's head. So when she saw this man again, and he somehow came and said, 
mom, uh, excuse me, not mom. <laughs> when he came to say, sorry, there was a relapse. <laughs> when he said, baby, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And I look at this definition. Now, at that point, my mom had been hurt. She's been hit. She's been uppercut. She's caught a lot of bodies. You know, she's got a couple of broken bones. But she's now to look down at this man and say, I no longer feel angry. Okay? I no longer feel resentful. I, I, I no longer feel like you offended me. I no longer feel that way. Yes, I forgive you. Forgiveness is trusting again. Trusting that person will not or at least try not to commit that offense again. Yes, baby, I, I forgive you. I trust that you will not or at least try not to ever hit me again. I trust that. And because I love you, I'm now more, I'm more inclined to forgive you. Come back to me. Come back into my house. Come back. Be, come, come back. Come back into the images. Come back into the memories that you gave my sons. When they saw you hit me like that, I forgive you. Come back to me. I want to now put you, put you in front of my daughter. Who, who when, when, when I want her to mate with someone or to marry a man, you are the example that I want. You are the example that I want to give my children. I forgive you. Come back to me. Just to find out, a week later, another argument breaks out, and the same thing happens again. Forgiveness is being accepting of what happened and being able to move on. Happened again. Now we're on fight number three. And then again, the following week, I hear that same noise coming out of the bedroom, and I see that same sweaty, sleepy man coming out, walking towards the bathroom, because you got to pee afterwards. I forgive you. Forgiveness. What is forgiveness? What, what is it? My, what is forgiveness? I mean, what is forgiveness? My father, my father was never, he was never around. He was never in my life. So, okay. He ended up, I mean, if you guys are checking out my last podcast, my, my, my podcast from the past, I, ho- I really hope you guys are. But as you guys know, my father passed away in prison. You know, they, they cremated him. Here you go. There you go. So my father he was never in my life. He never, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was about him. He, he, he never decided to take part or take influence into my life. He was in and out of prison, this man. In and out of prison, uh, in and out of jail, moved from state to state. And somehow, as a, as a son, I, I always was interested in his whereabouts. I was always interested in him. But over, over, over time, I just get used to just being interested in him and not really, you know, expecting to ever see him again. Because, again, he's either in one state, nonetheless. Moving on. So he ended up going to prison, and he ended up catching cancer in prison. And then he ended up dying in prison. And, um, you know, instead of gathering the family up to do this, that, you know, we had a funeral for him and felt the best way to, um, you know, take care of the body so that we can gather the family together and see who's interested in coming with the cremate him. And this is, this is my father cremated, all right? 
that. You're spilling over everything. God, dog, man. That's a joke. That's a joke, guys. He's not. He's, he's concealed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So my father was never around. And I, um, you know, I'm, I had to be accepting of that. But when he was in prison and then when I visited Chicago, we would often, you know, we would often go out and visit him. I think I visited him, I think, twice before. And uh, one time, you know, when we, I took my grandparents out to dinner and they wanted to go and see my father later on that day. They figured I was in town, take advantage of it, we'd go out there and drive her to go see him. And when, you know, when I came in, I honestly was just not in the mood to take that two-hour drive out to, I think, Dixon. I, was, I wasn't in that mood, man. So I'm like, you know, granddad, I have to be honest with you. You know, I, I only go because I know it makes you happy. I, I know it's, you have memories with your son that I don't have as a son. So I, I, just do, I just go along with it because it makes you happy. But if I can really be honest with you, I'm not inclined to keep on driving out here. I fly into Chicago two hours. And then I have to now, you know, take another two-hour drive with y'all in the car. And, you know, it's wintertime, and, you know, I can't ride with the windows down because y'all passing gas and shit. I'm like, man, you know, I got to go through all that to go and see a man that, honestly, in my heart, <clears throat> he abandoned me my whole life. I thought I could have been a cool son, you know? Nonetheless, I told my granddad, I'm, I'm not inclined to go out there, man. He... He hasn't given me enough. To, to, he hasn't given me, a, that's not enough there for me to keep on putting myself through something like that. It, it's, it's not, I don't have that bond with him. I mean, I, I mean, come on. I grew up in a very rough part of Chicago. So I'm like, dude, <coughs> you didn't care. He didn't, he didn't, like the things that I had to see happen, the things that what I, I was exposed to, he was off doing some with whoever. So I'm like, why do you, why, am I, why should I now have to come and put myself in a position to be stressed out to go and see him? In prison, of all places, in prison. Not a halfway house, not across town, not in another city or state. No, in fucking prison. Why should I be, why, granddad, why? And my granddad responded to me, you know, I, you, have to be, you have to be able to forgive. <laughs> I said, wow, <laughs> what an uppercut. I have to forgive? Wow. Okay, so again, when I, how, how was that word applied? How, again, that's outside of a relationship. I didn't have a relationship with my dad. I don't even know the guy. I don't know what he likes. I don't know the guy. Like, I literally never seen my dad in a, in a, uh, in a suit. I've never seen my father shake hands with another man. I've never been inside of a vehicle with my dad. I've never, I've never seen my dad hang out with his boys. I just never seen it. I mean, the, the things that when I think about the ideas that I, or the memories that I'm providing for my son, like, damn, I've never seen my dad cut grass. <laughs> I've never seen him build anything. I've never seen him cook. And I, I've never seen him say to someone, I love you. I've never seen him hold my mom. I've never seen my dad caress her hands. I've never seen them go out on a date. I've never seen them make arrangements to, you know, to have someone babysit us so they can go out and you know, just enjoy the night. I've never, my dad hasn't left me with any of those things. I, I, I walk across stage, and I don't see him. I get, I, I, I get a really good job working for the federal government, and I, don't, I get no call. You know, I, I, go, I go to his, you know, his, his parents' house, which is my beloved grandparents, and he's never there. You know, that's, that's hardly any pictures of him. Like, so how am I now held accountable to forgive someone like this? What does it mean? 
Like, what does forgiveness mean? How was it applied? Because, I mean, if I now, if I, let me, let me look at what you guys give, accepting of what happened and being able to move on. So right now, that's where I am. I am accepting what happened. Forgiveness is trusting again, trusting that that person would not or at least try not to commit that offense again. So if my father was alive today, and I would say, okay, I forgive him. Do I now let my guard down and say, I'm going to now allow you, because whatever the ingredients that it takes to really, or to, to gauge, to somehow quantify what someone, would, what someone behaves like when they, have, uh, when they change their behavior, or if they, whatever measurement that is. I'm not really certain how to even worry that. Whatever, whatever, however it's measured, you go and engage whether or not that person's actually sincere that they would never be inclined to do something like that again. And then you say, okay, let's move on, let's do this. How am I now to believe that that's in that man? Like 30-something years. How, how do I believe that? So again, understanding this concept of forgiveness. Forgiveness is not feeling resentful. Like how do you not feel resentful if someone offends you? Like no, 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 no. If you steal from me... <laughs> You can never come over my house again. Like, whether I forgive you or not, you can't come over my house. Like, I don't get it. Okay, I forgive you. But stand your ass over there up in the driveway. All right? Mm. I don't even want you kicking my rocks around. I'm I'm afraid you're going to take that too. Like, no. And even if I don't forgive you, no, you damn sure can't come. No, no, stand your ass over there in the driveway. Like, that, what is my behavior like? I, I believe you'll never, um, I'll you'll never steal from me again, but I'll be damned <laughs> if you come back in my living room and I turn my back. <laughs> that's not happening. I remember, and I got to say this, I remember my grandma, I remember my grandmother, when I, when I used to come over to her house, we stayed over her house a lot. Grandma's house was like, it was like, uh, it was like vacationing for us. I just love being in grandma's house. It's a certain smell. It's a certain, it's a certain warmth that was there, man. Everything's clean. No roaches, rats. Ah, I want grandma's house. And whenever my mom would come over, she would always say, Ivan, listen, you keep an eye on your mother. Make sure she don't take nothing. <laughs> I was like, look, I gotta, she's like, I have to go in this living room, all right? Just keep, make sure your mom don't take anything out of this house. And I said, you know, Okay, this is, a, this is an actual memory of mine, you know? And mom, listen, mom, you know you're guilty. You, come on, mom, we could, be, we could be grown about this. But, and grandma, you know it is too. So, yes, stop, you know, watch your mom. Cool. Eventually, that grew over to anyone who my grandmother wasn't necessarily, you know, she didn't really know them that well. That would be the pretty much way she would say, Ivan, listen, just keep an eye on them because I don't want anyone taking anything. We've been robbed a lot. People have stolen a lot of things. That's what it is. So, again, not f- believing that you'll never commit that offense again or forgetting it or, or, not, being, or not being resentful, how is that even possible? Th- does that mean you just throw caution to the wind? Does forgiving someone mean you just be completely stupid? And just say, you know what, I am so encompassed with forgiveness in the purest definition of it. I want to represent it well. I want to be the epitome of forgiveness. Come back into my house. Those was just diamonds on the table. Oh, no. <laughs> 
that's just that's just the cash that I took out of the ATM earlier. Leave it in the bowl. Just sit. I'll be right back. Right. What is forgiveness? How is it applied? What am I supposed? What do we do with it? How do, how do we quantify it? The forgiveness, I think, is more for your person's sake than theirs, so that you don't carry negative feelings around. This is Gene. Gene, I have to give, you know, I commend you for always, always chiming in on these podcasts, man. You always got some great things to say and great, you give me great conversation, you know. Uh, I, I don't need yes men. You know, I need people with their own ideas. I want people representing their black image. So I appreciate your engagement. So true. Um, and I'm going to speak to that, your, 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 the definition of well, the uh, response you just gave. But I want to definitely get your other responses in. True, you learn to be more cautious of the person's behavior. It is like, okay, I forgive you, but, you know, now I've drawn the line. Definitely not, that, okay, then he's responded again. Definitely not fuck that. <laughs> you get fucked over once, their fault. It happens again, your fault. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, that's interesting to me. That's very, very interesting to me. So, then how can you exercise the idea of forgiveness? If, if that's what it is, if, if, if what you're saying, the forgiveness is more for your sake, your person's sake, then at the same time, how is it possible to not carry something? If someone offends me, like I'm always going to remember that. Like I cannot just be stupid. I'm not trying to represent forgiveness to that point where I got to be fucking stupid. Like it's ridiculous. What does it mean? How do I, how do I represent it? If I can never forget it, I can never forget that. It's always going to be in me. If I see that person again, that's the memory that I have. Like, I cannot get away from that. How do you wipe somebody's mind clean? It's not possible. So the idea of forgiveness, is it a real thing? Whether it's personal or whether it's for that, like, is it a real thing outside of a relationship? But even in a relationship, even in a relationship, forgiveness in its greatest, in the greatest sense of that definition, you have to ask yourself, is it really, truly quantifiable? I don't know. You can forgive and don't mess with the person no more. I agree. I agree. I, I'm, I am totally there. But again, when you see that person again, when y'all have to cross, when somehow something reminds you of that person, are you really looking at them at the before picture or looking at them at the after picture? I mean, is it how? If the same thing happens, whether you forgive or not, what is the, how, how, is, how is it quantifiable? What exactly is forgiveness? Now, I'm all down for it. I've been in many situations. Again, I told my grandfather, I forgive my dad. I forgive him. But I'm not making, but I mean, my attitude is fuck him. You know, he kind of left me out there, dude. Why, why would I put myself through the stress of flying into Chicago and then not driving y'all two hours, you know, to Dixon, and that's all on me. That's my money, that's my gas, and I, I have no bond with him. I'm aware that he's there, but I've, I have no bond. We've never been grocery shopping. I have no bond whatsoever. I don't even think he was there at my birth. Like, there's no bond. So what does it look like to forgive him? Like, Dad, how, what, what would it, like, how do I forgive him? Like, come on, you know? Um, I think it's emotional management. I think that may be a more, I think, I, I think, I think, in my opinion, again, I don't have a monopoly on truth. I have no standard by which you can measure what real 
or fake is. That's just this is my conjecture in all in all in all in all um, times. I try I arrive in the middle. You know, what does it look like? How can I how can I how can I account for something like that? Forgiveness. You speak and kept it moving. And that's the, um, again, emotional management. Emotional management. So because you can never, in the, in the purest definition of forgiveness, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's not attainable. It's truly not attainable without additional risk. It's, when you truly try to forgive someone, and although, I mean, what if, you, you don't want to mess with them. You want to keep it moving. But what if you contracted with the individual? Well, what if you guys are in the same workplace? I mean, what if you're married? You know, there's a lot of other conditions you gotta you gotta be able to understand in a broader in a broader scope. If what if you 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 can try not to mess with them anymore. Yes, you can try to keep it moving, but what if you're contracted to this person? What if it's family? Well, I mean, what is it just what if it's your closest sibling? What if it's your best friend? What if it's your mother? What if it's your father? What if it's your child? <laughs> How do you keep it moving from your child? I mean, come on. How? Uh, I think you can forgive, but never forget. This is Chrissy. Good morning, Chrissy. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on in. And never forget, God told us to forgive, but I, but I think it would change the way you feel towards that person. Then Mercedes comes right behind her and says, we forgive, but can never forget. Things can't never be the same. Naisha says, maybe you just take it slow in your case. I guess in my specific case, but it's not just in my case, you know. We're talking about the black image, everyone's black image, everyone's ideas, everyone's history. You know, that's what the black image means. It's, the, it's your definition of who you are. Take your personal scenarios and apply forgiveness in the things that you know happen. Like, it's no way to convince me that it happened. Like, when I tell these stories about my dad, that's no way for me to convince you that it actually happened. You know, that's just no way. Although I know it actually happened. And you just kind of piece things together. Okay, it's... it's I fuck with it. It's possible. So, you know, but your black image is your, you know what happened in your life. And apply these same scenarios in your life. So, again, my mother offended me. My siblings offended me. I offended other people. But when it comes down to forgiveness, what does forgiveness look like and how do we represent that? How do we represent it? Okay, so, Zunaria, what's going on? I hope um, you have both a very difficult first name and a very difficult second name to pronounce. <laughs> so I don't want to screw this up, but Z-U-N-A-I-R-A, Zunera, Zunera. And last name is Childhide, C-H-O-U-D-H-R-Y. I do apologize. Forgive my ignorance. Forgive my, uh, my lack of education when it comes down to pronouncing certain words in certain contexts. So please forgive me for that. I have no, I'm not inclined or interested in you know, screwing up your name. But um, thank you for coming in. Um, I appreciate it. We are talking this morning about forgiveness. So family is different. I love my family unconditionally. I get it. I get it. I get it. Every scenario is different. But when you talk about forgiveness, what does forgiveness look like? In the end, we all define it according to our own standards, believe it or not. There is no one definition for forgiveness. Because if you take forgiveness and give it one definition, it's unattainable. Can't no one, can't no one, can't no one not be resentful toward the person that offended them? Come on, man. You can still, can't no one not do that. 
It's just ridiculous. They gave you the memory, and that memory can't be wiped from your mind. And ultimately, you really don't want that memory wiped from your, your mind. You need that because there's always a second chance. There's always, there's always a smell of something like that in the air. You know, there's always someone who does something, and you're like, okay, I see. All right, cool. I ain't, I ain't, screw, I, I, I don't, I ain't, I ain't fuck with them no more. And then somehow you get around another person, and every memory that that last person gave you, some of those start to reoccur in this person. Like, oh, you know, I'm smelling it now. That bullshit, you know. I got, you know what? Thank you for that memory. I forgive you. Thank you for that memory because now you gave me the tools that I need to dissect this mother. You know what I mean? So you, 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 catch, you, you catch that shit ahead of time. It's like you slip a punch. All right, cool. I see it. But I saw that same move before. So I, I, know, what, I know what's coming behind it. Having these memories and, and, and you know, you, honestly, you have to be able to use it. Like take that resentment that you have of that person and just use it because trust me, that will be a second round. <laughs> that another person is going to come. And another person is going to test those same skills. And you got to be able to smell that shit. And this is the, this is the idea of um, forgiveness. You know, you can never forgive someone. This, this, crack, this, this, this is just my, my attitude. You can never really forgive someone. And you, can, you will never forget it. So just, just, just stop, stop stressing out even trying to attain that, that ridiculous definition. You have to know yourself. And know your capabilities. It's called emotional management. You know what the, you know you. Like personally, I got people around me sometimes, I just know me. I know if, if it goes beyond a certain point, I know what I'm gonna do. So I'm just, I'm just not gonna even fuck over there. You know, I'm just gonna be over here, but I'm telling you, the minute so, I smell that shit again on somebody else, you know, it's emotional management. I gotta, I gotta decide on how to, how, to, how to address these issues because we can never forgive and we can never forget. It's emotional management. You know you. You know you. You know you. You know you. Everything about you, you know you. You know what I mean? You know you. So, that idea that we can forgive, scratch it. We can forget, <laughs> damn sure, scratch that. No. You know you, and you know the only way you can happen is if you just emotionally manage yourself. You know, when that person comes around, keep it together, all right, and head nod, keep it moving. Ain't going to be no slapping fives. Ain't going to be no, you know, it's just what it is. You know, understand, there's tension here. It depends on the offense. There's tension here. And, you know, I, I'm, I, I, didn't, I didn't really come out to deal with you. I didn't, I didn't come out, I really came out to have a nice time. I didn't know I was going to bump into you in the supermarket. And I really just came here to shop. You know, listen, I'm at the same, you know, we, we mess around, come to the same spot. We, could, we, we end up like at the same red light together. You know, listen, I ain't really trying, I, I ain't really intent on ever dealing with you again. But since I'm stuck here at a red light, not just so happen to look over and you there, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to just look the other way and just pretend like you're not even there because I know me. If, if I look over and you give me a crazy ass look, I'm going to be inclined to, you know, like respond. You know, if, and you, if you do something that you know will irk me, like you know will irk me, then I'm like, you know, I'm, I'll be more inclined. So for my own emotional management, so that I can go back home to my family, so I can go back and live my life, I just look the other way. Because the minute I see you, I, re I remember everything. The minute I see you, I resent, I resent the position that I felt you put me in. And I'm, I'm talking to the same people that I've offended. People see me at that same red light. And if I do something, that I know will piss them off. What happens? I mean, 
but I thought you forgave me. Like, no, man. Like, come on. How that's like that? So I'm at a red light, right? <laughs> and my new girl is sitting over here, and I just happened to run into my old girl. So now I'm sitting here. Now, I know she over there, and I know what happened between us, and I know this is part of what happened. So right, I'm going to look over there, and I know what gets under her skin. I'll just lean over and give her a kiss. <laughs> I know at this point she's ready to run my ass off a bridge, and I know chances are she will. Or, you know, to do something to create some kind of chaos. You know what I mean? So forgiveness and being forgiven is all just emotional management. It's all emotional management. You know, just trying to make the best guess next scenario. You know, if this happens, this is the best guess. But again, when you know you, you have to, I think it's more, um, I think it's more, uh, I guess, it's, 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 it's better if you just know how to manage your emotions. I, I learned from my family, so therefore a non-family member is in critical territory. This is from Naisha Lucas. I agree. I agree. But again, when it comes down to forgiveness, can, is forgiveness attainable? With that, whatever combination or whatever de definition we provide with forgiveness, in my opinion, it's just not attainable. I think we have to always, in all and everything, and even every, every topic that I bring up, it's really to get you to look inward. To trust your instinct more. To trust who you are more. I mean, just so you are so vast in knowledge. Like, think about it. Your brain created the pyramids, those measurements. That, I mean, it was precise within one sixtieth of a degree north. Your, that is in your brain. The capabilities are amazing. So I think we take ourselves out of out, out of that amazing, I guess, arena when we try to attain something that's just patently unattainable. You'll fail every time. So my idea with the black images on the top is, is to always get you to look inward, to really see your black image, see what your definition of these things are, and then match them up and then maybe, just maybe, the trajectory of your life will change. Just maybe that, that if you just apply more inward and self-trust and, and just instinct, maybe, just maybe, you won't, you won't do certain things the same way anymore, and your trajectory on life will just be altered a little bit. You know, you got to think in space terms. One inch off on Earth is like a million miles in space. You know, so the percent error has to be, like, really minimal. I mean, within, like, what, a, a, ten, uh, a ten, hundredth? Whatever. I, I have to look at the calculation. But when you, when, you, when you look inward and you trust that instinct, man, you got to be able to, the trajectory of your life is, could be, so much different. It's just like even waking up five minutes earlier per day. You know, you know, when it comes down to, you know, health and beauty, it's a process, you know. But if you trust, if you trust your own instinct more, just maybe you don't got to keep doing the same things or eating the same foods or going to the same places or putting on the same makeup or, you know, putting on less stuff or just trusting your skin more. You know, maybe, just maybe, if you start looking inward and just like to getting away from a lot of these, these, uh, these social norms, Maybe, just maybe we're going to be so stressful, you know? That's the idea. So, again, I know this could be a more abstract or, you know, just too philosophical and addressing the idea of forgiveness, but when you really think about it, these ideas that we're strapped down with, that we're weighted down with, you know, it really goes against a lot of our, I think, our instinct. And in the black image, I always want you 
uh, we want to promote natural instinct in things. You know, the stress levels would definitely decrease. Your productive rate would definitely increase. Like, you know, <clears throat> I'm not like the master of emotional management. I mean, come on. <laughs> I got a fucking restraining order. I mean, really? <laughs> so I'm not the master of emotional management. You know, sometimes I get in those same tuffles too. But I've been in situations where I had to manage my emotions a lot. I think more than the average person. Again, if you listen, if you if you ever listen to my history coming from Chicago and seeing some of the things that I've seen, you know, I've, I, you know, it's dude to be able to manage your emotions through a lot of those things. You know, to feel like I failed people before. I hate to fail. I, like failing is a is a is a death sentence to me. You know, it's just ugh, to fail. I hate it. So, because again, where I'm from, the things I wasn't exposed to. You know, um, I've had to manage my emotions a lot. I had to manage my emotions. And a lot of times you get into positions where you, you need to forgive someone and you got to forgive this person. And then people get comfortable and you just keep on, forget, you know, offending and offending and offending. And now all this shit is built up. Like how it's, it's like I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but have you ever cried for what just happened? But while you're crying? You start crying for years, that, for shit that happened years ago. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's so much built up in you that the person that you want to forgive, sometimes they got to cut through all the other bullshit that I've been through because I can't really, I can't, I can't, I want to, but I can't let that, I can't, let, I can't make that connection. So this is what I'm saying. If you just accept the fact that you're going to have resentment, resentment is a gift. <laughs> I told you, you check that in order to check this. Resentment is a gift. You know, anger is a gift. These things are a gift. If you accept them as a gift, I guarantee you your productive rate will increase because that, at that point, emotional management becomes easier. Now, it's not an overnight process. It takes day by day by day. And I'm talking some real things. Now, I, this is going to be, um, you know, I, I could just hear the church's response. Well, just pray about it, you know. Right, but prayer alone does not work. You have to put some efforts behind these things. And I'm talking about you're going to be put in scenarios. you got to learn how to manage those emotions. Everyone doesn't know the same Ivan because my emotional management with different people is different. So if you ask one person, and let's say the, let's say the dad's portion of my life, that layer, if you ask one person in the salsa scene, who is Ivan? They'll give you an entirely different definition than if you ask anyone on my block. I guarantee you, because everyone doesn't get the same emotional management layer. Everyone doesn't get the same thing. So, again, accepting that about yourself, accepting that these things are actually a gift. Learning, it helps you to learn. It helps you to manage things. It helps you to really put yourself in a better position to really get to wherever, whatever goals you set for yourself. you got to understand there's an obstacle course that's there. So your, your ability to, to manage your emotions must be at, at like on the front line of, oh my God, I hate critical people. I hate, I hate that. Dude, you never know what someone's dealing with. And for you to bring your critical ass over here saying some bullshit because of a moment, I hate critical people at their core. I just want to hang all their asses over a bridge and just dangle them like a yo-yo. I hate criticism because people work so hard and they put their efforts into things and then you come and just be critical. I hate that, especially when it's coming from a, re a real spiteful place. I hate that. So for me, being... Certain paths that you're gonna take, certain goals that you have, when you try to attain those goals, you gotta be, you have to be willing to take that criticism. 
And this is something that eats me at my core, knowing where I want to go, knowing the things that I need to believe in, and then seeing the criticism that I've already dealt with to how I handled it. Dude, sometimes you have to understand emotional management has to be, that has to be the first thing. That has to be the headlights. You know what I mean? That has to be the sensors. That your emotional management with anything that you're doing has to be censored. There has to be whatever it takes to project ahead. After Doctor Strange, that's right. Your emotional management has to be your Doctor Strange. It has to be able to see things ahead in multiple scenarios. So forgiveness, again, it's today's lesson. It's today's um, lecture, today's discussion. Forgiveness, understanding, and my conjecture, my suggestion that there may be times you just can't forgive. And if you do decide to forgive, it's not, it doesn't really make one difference or the other. You have to manage your emotions. Wherever you decide to go in life, you have to manage those emotions. You understand? So let me get back into these uh, comments. Uh, okay, going back to Naisha. Good morning, Naisha again. So um, <clears throat> saying I've been hurt by family. Right. Every situation is different. Agreed. Chrissy comes back in and says, I think people are full of shit. <laughs> God. Oh, let's go for it. Yes, home run. I think people are full of shit. When they tell you they forgive something they haven't gone through, I think you have it right. You have it to manage how you deal with a person. Then Mary Cruz comes behind Chrissy. Great response, Chrissy, by the way. And, of course, flattery gets you everywhere. <laughs> Mary Cruz comes behind and says, forgiveness is directly correlated to trust. It, it's the ability and willingness to allow others to prove us wrong. It, 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 is never, it never happens. There is no forgiveness, and there is nothing wrong with it. Not everyone can be forgiven, and not everything can be forgotten. I don't think anything can be forgotten. Forgiveness does not help us forget. That's, what we have to, that's, why, that's what, why we have to forgive. I don't know. All the years I knew you before, I now see another hundred different items. <laughs> You are a phenomenal person. Clap it up for Christy. I love what Christy says. Yes, Christy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Clap it up for Christy. Yes. Christy. Love you, girl. Love you, girl. Christy is my, my cigar buddy. <laughs> Christy is my cigar buddy. Mm. So, again, forgiveness. Is forgiveness even, I mean, is it even possible? I mean, what do you think, Dad? Let's talk to this cat. What do you think, Dad? Do you deserve my forgiveness? What would have made, what, what difference would have made that day if, um, if I would have said, okay, granddad, I forgive him. Let me drive you out to this prison so we can go and see him again and be around other families with other prisoners. What difference would that have made? Would they have gotten you out earlier? Would I have slept better? Would I have made different decisions as a father? What would I have done had I, forgive, had I, had I convinced my grandfather that I forgive you and I would have listened to him and did what he asked. What difference would it have made to touch you again, to shake your hand, to see your face? What difference would it have made? What difference? Help me understand, Dad. Talk back to me, my man. Come on. Don't just be blowing in the wind. <laughs> Talk back to me. What's wrong with you? You ain't got much to say? He's never had much to say. So how can I forgive him? Forgiveness, what is it? I mean, what, what, what? Come on. How? It's emotional management. I had to manage my emotions. I had to realize, yes, my father was never there. Yes, I was exposed to what I was exposed to. 
But I've always said I was more than a conqueror anyway. So I conquered it. I conquered gunshots. I've conquered being shot. I've conquered, you know, I've conquered watching prostitution. I've, I've conquered these things. With or without them, I've conquered those things. So I realized I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. I had to manage my emotions. I had to literally drive to Chicago, put 12 hours, 12 hours strain on my body, well, 24-round 24, 24 trip, and had to speak at my father's funeral, a man who I don't even know. I never, I, I don't even know this man. I don't know this man, but I had to put, I had to forgive him. I had to manage my emotions and realize everything I've ever been through in life, everything I've ever seen, everything I've ever conquered, I would have never been here to talk about it today had it not been for this man. So I took pride in realizing this is my father. I looked at all of the positive things that he had done in his life. Although I was never a part of him, none of those stories got me in him. But I just looked at the positive ideas of who he is, and that's what's represented to me. I despise his decision to turn his back on his family. I, I, I do not, I, I, at my core, I, there is hate that's there because he had a family. That's hate that's there. But to manage my emotions because no matter what happened in my life, it would have never taken place, and I would not be alive today to deal with it and, and even talk this way had it not been for my beloved father. So yes, I took every great idea about him, and that's the place I speak from, and that's why I admire him. This is why in my, <clears throat> in, a, in an earlier post, I put, I want to be just like my father, because my father was a man. He, I mean, he, he served in the military, you know, he, 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 I knew he, I know he loved, you know, I've spoken to him before, I mean, I just don't have a bond with him. So I want to, yes, I, I want, he is my father, and you know, although he may have been into certain things that, you know, I'm just not into, I, that may be a, whatever his reasons were for that. That's what it is. But, dude, I had to look inward. I had to be like, man, I've had so many great memories. Like, there's a lot of crazy things that have happened. But, man, I've had so many great memories, man. I've been to so, I've, I've seen so many wonderful things. So many. Like I'm, I am happy with, the, I mean, it, uh, in spite of everything that's bad, there's been so many great things that happened. So many great things I've seen. But it would have never, I would have never had that feeling in that moment had it not been for this man. Whether he was present or not, I would have never experienced those things and had to appeal to the greater in life to be loved. I would have never had that feeling had it not been for my father. So I had to appeal to the greater side of him and manage those emotions. I can never forgive him <clears throat> in the greatest definition. I can't forgive that shit, really. Get out of here. But I have to be able to manage my emotions, accept it, look inward, trust my instinct. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to make decisions like the ones he made simply because I'm his son. Dude, I think that there's a chance, man. You know what I mean? Like, dude, the things I've seen, that's a chance to get. That, that's a chance. I can, I can, I can make this thing work. I can, I can be a great father to my son. I can literally, like, there's a chance that I can change the idea of what a father is to a son by just interacting with my own. I can do it. That's silver lining. You're managing your emotions. Do away, do away with forgiveness. Look inward. There's so much. That's you, you, again, your mind is. Fast, oh, it's a fast canvas. And if you just look, if you just trust yourself, trust your experiences, trust your instinct, man, your black image, trust it. Oh my gosh, man.
you have no idea the, 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 the kind of peace you have. You know, if you are, if you ever been offensive, the kind of peace you have when you actually are man enough to go to someone and say, you know what, I offended you and I apologize for that. You know, if you want to forgive me, that's cool. If you don't want to forgive me, that's cool too. But I realized my mistake. And that was a moment. It was just a moment. That's not, that's not me at my core. That's just, it happened. I mismanaged my emotions. You can deal with me if you want to. If you don't want to deal with me, cool. That's really up to you. But I've already prepared for either scenario. I prepared either one of them. So manage your emotions when you're right and when you're wrong. You know, never be ashamed to uh, just be admit. Just admit when you're wrong. You'd be surprised when you just be honest. <laughs> you know, I was, I've been, I've been talking lies for years, man. And once I start just trusting honesty, like this is who I am. I, I don't have. To, it's so stressful trying to be somebody else or just live according to these ideas and these definitions. I can't do it. It's just, not, it's not part of my instinct. I want to. I don't like you. Damn. I don't like you. Fuck. Black and match. Black and match. Black and match. Good morning, Denise. I love you and you love your son. All the best to you guys. All the best. All the best. You are a great mother, Denise. You are a wonderful mother, and I'll tell you right now, listen, you have my full support. The Black Emmett is behind your calls for your son, all right? Your old college buddy, and I see I, can, I, I have children. You know, I couldn't even possibly imagine. So as a, as, as a father, as a, love, as a man who loves his family, loves his, his children, I understand what you're dealing with. I can, I can at least try, but Black Emmett stands behind you, all right? All right, there's a few other comments. I encourage you guys to, you know, go and check them out. I can't really uh, go back because you guys are still going. But so I, I appreciate that I hit, a, um, I hit a, a, um, a topic that you guys will be interested in on a Sunday morning. All right. So um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. You're welcome, Denise. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Black and match. Come on. The black and match. This coming Thursday. Ah, oh, man, it's coming Thursday. Woo! Listen, I'm going to talk to my team. I'm going I'm to put it out there, all right? <clears throat> it's hard sometimes to secure guests with these type of topics. Because no one, some people have a hard time being as honest and open as me. I personally, I don't care. I exercise my right to my black image 24 hours a day. I am who I am. I ain't got to kiss nobody ass. is what it is. <laughs> Next week, I want to discuss is abortion murder is abortion murder it is a real thing there's no one's no one's hallucinating here i've had abortions i've had abortions and i have not emotionally connected to not one of them i made a decision it was between me and that person and i stand on that decision i have to i owe no one an explanation i did it for me i did it for us we did it for us it's just plain as put it's an abortion is it murder did that make me an immoral person? Some people think yes. Some people think no. My attitude is fuck all y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't change who I am. And I don't understand how your, your, your now knowledge of it changes your life. Like, it doesn't affect you. Like, you wasn't around. You was not in that room to make the decision. Is abortion murder? Is abortion right? Would you have an abortion? It's a sensitive point. But again, your sensitivity level tells a lot of stories about you. Either you've been involved in one, either you're resentful of one, either you almost were one. It's always something that's 
you know, when people respond to certain things, it says a lot. So I can't, I can't require my team to come in and be as open and honest about these type of things. So I am, I am challenging anyone. I have, I have, let me see, one, two, three, four. I get, I got five openings for this coming Thursday. Anyone who wants to come on and have a, and have a perspective on this, don't bring arguments. This is not a place to argue. We're going to respect one another's opinion, respect one another's experience, and just talk about it. But just take all of the social norms off of it. Let's just talk about it. Why do we have them? What puts us in a situation to have them? I mean, you think it's just, okay, we'll just stop fucking. No, it's, it's not that easy. I mean, it's not that simple. You know, let's talk about it. Abortions are real. They are real. And if you outlaw them, if you don't hit this topic head on, you gotta be able to Dr. Strange the future. Because a lot of things can happen when you take away a woman's rights. A lot of things can happen. So, is abortion murder? Is abortion right? Is abortion real? Is abortion something, something, something we could be honest about? I'm gonna be honest as hell. <laughs> and I'm gonna be comical. I'm gonna make fun of it. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do the whole nine yards because it is something that is very, very real. All right? Whether you have, listen, I'm a candidate. I'm not only a president, I'm a client. You know, come on, it's ridiculous. Let's be honest about it. Let's be grown. Let's talk about it. All right? So next Thursday is abortion murder. I'm inviting you, anyone in the audience who's within driving range, definitely come on the show. All right? My team, if you're brave enough, come on, talk with me. Help, help, help me. help me explain this. Help me go into a deeper understanding of what we're doing here. All right? What things we believe, these social norms. All right, listen, I am well over my time. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much, guys. Patty, Chrissy, Robin, Denise, 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 Tacola, TK, Nancy. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. Until next week, it's abortion murder. I love you, and I will see you guys. Black and match. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, yes, yes. It's the black and match. It's the black image. It's the black image. Yes, yes. It's the black image. Come on. It's the black image. Boom. Bye. It's the black image. It's the black image. Black image. Come on, guys. Thursday, Wednesday, bricks. Yes, yes. We gotta dance. We gotta dance. We gotta dance. Babies, babies, babies. My lovely dancers. Dance with me, dance with me. I will. I want to make you beautiful. I want to make you look gorgeous on the dance floor. I want to flow. I want to get into your rhythm. Dance with me, beautiful dancers. Dance with me. Feel the music. Feel that music. That's where it comes from. It has to come from the heart. When you dance with me, you must surrender because I'm surrendering to you when I dance. Dance with me. Love me because I want to love you. That's where it comes from. I enjoy leading you. Dance with me. I, I, I've toned down some of, the, some of the strength. I've toned some of it. I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to resolve this Rubik's cues, but I want to create the perfect social dance. The perfect social dance. Black Image is also Hall of Fame. Come dance with me. Help me dance with me. Get into. Let me get into your personal space. Surrender to me. Let me surrender to you. Dance. Feel that music. Hear those instruments. Feel it from from super nuts. Feel it. All right. This week at Bricks. This week at Forty Six Lounge and possibly at Cubanel. Dance with me. Dance with me. Come on. It's the Black Image. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs> Peace out. 
It's the black and mage, black and mage, yes, black and mage, black and mage.